What is going on, everybody? This is Mike Hughes, and you're listening to Mike on the Mic, everything sports-related podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the Portland Trailblazers in the future and them with Damian Lillard. We have no idea what's going to happen with Dame. It's going to be a crazy summer. You know, there's rumors about Miami and Jimmy Butler, Alonzo Ball, Derrick Rose, etc., etc. Anybody can go anywhere, really. Um, but today's main focus is going to be on Damian Lillard, what I think is going to happen if he's potentially traded. Because, you know, there's a lot of talks that, you know, Portland definitely doesn't want to get rid of them. Without with get rid of him, I should say. Um, but does he want to get rid of them? You know, he's been there for about nine years now, going on ten, if I'm not mistaken, um, or going on nine. It's 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 been horrible. They have not given him any support. The best duo they've been giving him is an thirty year old plus Carmelo Anthony and C.J. McCollum, whose back can't stay healthy to save his life. Um, and, and that's just very unfortunate. You know, you love Dame. You love to see him flourish and see him excel. And Dame time is legit. Dame time is real. Like, there's no doubt about it. Um, but he just doesn't have the right pieces around him. And, 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 you know, that's no fault to his own. He can only do so much. He can only, you know, try to bring in guys. But Portland is a small market and there's not much you can do, especially with coaching. They just lost their head coach. Jason Kidd literally told him no when, when Damian Lillard asked if he would come to coach there. Um, th- there's just no doubt about that. I mean, he wouldn't leave the Lakers anyways. I wouldn't expect him to, you know, with, you know, just winning a championship a year prior. Um, but today we're going to be talking about the potential landing spots for Damian Lillard, specifically the Chicago Bulls, my Chicago Bulls. Um, you know, there's a lot of spots I think he can definitely land. You know, the Miami Heat, um, the Los Angeles Lakers, the New York Knicks, um, the Denver, not the Denver Nuggets, I'm sorry. Um, what was I going to say? The Milwaukee Bucks would even be an interesting place for him to land. Um, very doubtful, but it'd be very interesting. Um, I, I promise you they would trade True Holiday for Damian Lillard if they could. But, you know, many other places that he could land. But today we're going to be talking about the Chicago Bulls specifically and why I think they could make a three-headed monster with uh, Nikola Vucevic, Zach Levine, and Damian Lillard. And, and honestly, in all honesty, it can work. Um, so to start it off, we're going to start off with why this is even happening. Um, obviously, you know, take what you will with a quote, um, especially when it's not someone's own quote. But Damian Lillard, after getting bounced out of the first round for the fourth time in five seasons, in the last five seasons, the fourth time this has happened, Damian Lillard put the team on his back, fought Denver as much as they could. But Joker and uh, Michael Porter Jr. and others were just Aaron Gordon were just too much. Um, he met, he posted a quote of him walking off and shaking hands with Jokic. And it says, quote, how long should I stay dedicated? How long till opportunity meet preparation? Quote, Nipsey Hussle. And, you know, Dame does love music. He loves rap. He, you know, he loves Nipsey. He loves guys like that. So that could just be a quote. Um, but I doubt it. I, I, I sincerely doubt it. There's no doubt in my mind that that was meant to, to have a message behind it, meaning, Please get me someone or I'm gone. You know, get me that Bradley Beal. Get me that Zach Levine. Get me that big sharpshooter that I know you guys can afford to get me. Um, and that's just the fact of the matter. You know, Damian Lillard in these playoffs went absolutely insane. I mean, there's there's just no... There's 35 three-pointers. I mean, the man was just insane. The man was insane. If you want me to read his stat line, I definitely can. Um, here's a stat line right now against Denver. In the playoffs, 34 points per in, in game one, um, 22 points per game in game one, um, 34 points in game two, 42 points in game three, 37 in game four, um, 10 points in game five, 
uh, 55 points in game six and then 28 game or 28 points in game seven. That is just that is just insane. Um, actually, it was only six games. The one game I counted on Denver, the first one I said, um, was the final regular season game, if I'm not mistaken. So scratch that out. But the man was insane. The man was an animal, as he always is. He is currently, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Dame is 31 years old. Um, don't quote me on. Yeah, he's turning. He's turning 31 this July, July 15th. Um, six two, 30 years old turning 31 you know he's getting up there in age and he's still dame time he's still definitely an mvp candidate but i know he wants to be somewhere better um there's no question about it i mean the man is just an animal on the on the season now this is not just the playoffs this is on the season he averaged 28.8 points per game last year he averaged 30 the year before that 25 26 27 25 21 um the man only averaged under 20 points once and it was in his rookie year in 2012 and that was only 19 points. So it's not that far off. Um, but yeah, this year, 29 points per game, 45% field goal percentage, 4.2 rebounds a game, and 7.5 assists. The man is a dog. The man is an animal. There's no doubt about it. Um, and he just needs help. I mean, if he's averaging that many assists right now with only CJ McCollum and and Carmelo Anthony, I mean, imagine what he could do with the Chicago Bulls roster. Now, how are we going to do this? How are we going to have this conversation and make it make sense? Well, first off, we have to talk about the salary cap space. Damian Lillard currently sits at $29.8 million annually per year. Um, that's just how much he makes. You know, I don't remember how long the contract is. It really doesn't matter for this video. Um, but sorry, um, that's, how, that's how much he makes. I got horrible allergies. Um, but that's how much he's making right now. Anyways, the Chicago Bulls. In 2021-2022, we'll have $31.13 million in cap space. Now, that's without the first-round pick, Thaddeus Young, Thomas Sadaraski, and Laurie Markkinen. You know, including them, you might have to put it up with something else. It's a little bit less, um, but it's still a decent amount of money. You could definitely afford um, Damian Lillard. Now, here's the thing. We have a top-four protected lottery pick, if we, and we have, like, the fourth-highest chance of getting it. If we can land that, we can land Damian Lillard. Now, here's the only way I'll say we don't do it. The only way we don't do it is if we get the number one overall pick. If we get the number one overall pick and Cade Cunningham is on the board, you get Cade because he's cheaper. He's got a higher, not a higher ceiling, but you get years and years of that. You get four to five years of that. Um, and it's a lot cheaper and you'd be able to pay Zach Levine, yada, yada, yada. You guys know the drill. Um, but I doubt we get the first overall pick. It would be amazing, um, but, you know, it's, it's you know, the, the chances are very slim. Um now, with that being said, $31.13 million. Dame is $29.8 million of that. So you could use that other two, you know, just get get the veteran minimum, guys. You know what I mean? I mean, if you could bring back Derrick Rose, that'd be amazing for a six-man. But that, he's going to get the bag. He's not going to take no minimum. Um, you know, I just don't see that. You know, you would get someone else. You get someone else in your second-round pick, bring some guys up from the G League. Um, and just do what you do. Um, and you just still have Garrett Temple and others, so it's all good. You know what I mean? Um, so how this even works. First, you got, like I said, Thomas Sadaraski has to go. So say goodbye to him. Um, Thaddeus Young might be one of those guys that you have to keep. You might have to bite that a little bit, go a little bit over the cap. Um, and that's okay. That's perfectly fine. Now, here's where, you know, we got to figure things out with Lori. 
I say sign and trade Laurie. Laurie is a big part of this deal because he's a great three-point shooter. I just feel like he needs a change of scenery. The man is still a dog. I just think Chicago just isn't it for him. I, it, it truly could be that way. And that sucks to say because that happens so many times in Chicago sports history where a guy will just leave and be amazing. Like I said in f previous videos, if Mitchell Trubisky one day ends up a Bronco or a Titan or something insane and goes off with A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, etc., etc., whatever it may be, whatever team he's on, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll hate ourselves. But we still have Justin Fields, so it is what it is. Forget it. Anyways, off topic. But it just happens all the time, and it's really frustrating. I mean, you see it with the White Sox now, with Fernando Tatis Jr. You know, they thought he was trash. They traded him for James Shields, and now he's a fucking international superstar and, and, and the cover of a video game. Now, that, that, that is what it is, but it happens. So, if Laurie becomes a superstar and we still get Damian Lillard, I am not upset. But that's where it starts off with Laurie Marketing. Top seven pick in prior years. Traded Jimmy Butler away for him and Zach Levine. I think, it, and Chris Dunn, it's definitely worth it. Um, then you throw in, and some people are going to be optimistic about this. Some people are going to hate it. You throw in Kobe White. Kobe White is an amazing scorer, yes, but he is not a floor facilitator. He is not one of those guys that can run an offense as of right now. He could definitely prove me wrong this offseason. He could definitely prove me wrong next season, and years, years, years from now, he can definitely prove me wrong. But as of right now, he is not a championship-winning team, and that's what we need to do because we do not know how long Zach Levine is going to be here. That's what matters. We do not know how long Zach is going to be here. I will repeat that. We do not know. Um, he might leave. We really don't know. He wants his bag, and honestly, I don't see this franchise paying it to him. You know, you see those problems right now with the Miami Heat and Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler wants something. He has a contract extension, a, a team option. Um, of getting extended. Jimmy Butler wants about uh, $181 million or more, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, they might just cut him or trade him because they don't know what to do with that. They don't know. They don't want to just lose him. Um, they want to keep him. But if he's not going to extend that offer, I mean, you might as well trade him. I mean, that's just the facts. But it is what it is. We'll see what happens with all that. Maybe Jimmy Butler returns to Chicago. Maybe not. That would be amazing. The Zach Levine trade would be in full effect, a full W. It already is because he, he was on the Timberwolves for five seconds, but you get the drift. Um, anyways, you add Kobe White to that deal because you really just don't know what you have in him right now. You know what you have in Damian Lillard, an all-star, a top five guard in the league um, without question. You know, I would say if, if we're doing top five guards in the league, um, in no particular order, I would say Steph Curry, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Luka Doncic, and... Man, um, I, I'd have to put Dame. And it doesn't matter what order you put that. That's the order I'd have to put it. There's no doubt in my mind. Bradley Beal is also a, an honorable mention. Um, maybe I'm forgetting some people. Maybe you guys will hit me in the comments. But who knows? Anyways, you know what you got in that. You potentially give. If it's not the number one overall pick, throw in that pick um, for Dame to sweeten the deal. They get the top four protected pick. You get Kobe White. And you get Laurie Marketing. So I think that's amazing. I think that's exactly what gets you... Um, Damian Lillard and maybe you throw in a future first as well and maybe a second who gives a fuck if it's a second round pick no one cares um, but yeah that I think I definitely think that would be an amazing acquirement you get Damian Lillard with Billy Donovan as your head coach um, Arturis as your you know your GM and all that is amazing you know you run that starting five and you keep Thaddeus Young you're going up a little bit over the salary cap maybe he takes a pay cut because he does want to win he wants to play with Zach Levine he loves it in Chicago he was playing amazing team ball he gets that starting position now that Laurie Marketing's gone. 
and I think we can get something going here. He's a veteran. He's not going to ask for a millions millions of dollars. Um, he's going to understand his role and and get and play winning basketball. Now you're starting five at the one. You probably got Damian. Not probably. You have Damian Lillard at the two. You got Zach Levine at the three. You got Patrick Williams in year two. Amazing defense. His off if his offense continues to flourish, that's great. I think Damian Lillard can definitely help him contribute to that. Um, at the four, you got Thaddeus Young or wh- whoever you really want to put there. Um, and then at the five, you got Nikola Vucevic. And I think that's a great starting five. Your bench, there's some guys, you know, we have one guy overseas right now. I believe he's like 19 years old. The, Bear- the Bulls took him in the second round of, the- of last year's draft. Um, he's great. He's great kid, great center. I think he could definitely move the floor. Um, you also have Daniel Tice. We don't know what's going to happen with Daniel Tice if he stays or not. Um, we can definitely free up some cap space. You know, maneuver things around and actually get everything going. Um, Garrett Temple is still here. You know, I think this is going to be a great offense. Ryan Archie Diacono. Um, you know, you got some great guys, and and you know, hopefully Denzel Valentine isn't still on the team. But if he is, it is what it is. Um, I'm hoping he's not. But you know, really, what this means though, for this to work, and I was talking to my boy Tuna about it, and 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 it's a, a great philosophy about it is that Zach Levine would actually have to be the one that take the step back. I personally feel like um, Dame could be the one that takes a step back. I definitely see how Zach could want to be that number one ball handler, but it would have to be Dame. It would have to be Dame because of the experience. Zach Levine would have to learn how to play effectively to his own strengths, but not be that number one option. Um, you know what I mean? And that's that's what Zach wanted, though. Zach wants to be a winner. Zach wants to be someone who can contribute. He wants to be someone that could be a championship-caliber player. And that's what you have to do. He's going to have to learn to play that way. Right now, he's not stat-padding. He's just getting the ball 90% of every possession that he's on the floor. And that's mainly because he's the best player on the floor. And, and there's no question about that. With Vucevic, you know, you saw it slow down a little bit. Um, but he was still super explosive, super athletic, super educated in every shot shot decision he made. Um, I love his IQ level. He's a great player, a team ball player. Um, so I don't think he'd have any problem adjusting to that. Now, Damian Lillard adjusting to Zach Levine being the number one ball handler, I think there'd be problems. Um, I, d- I don't think that's in Dame's, you know, Dame's vocabulary, being a number two option. Um, not that he can't be. It's just that Dame is that guy who facilitates the floor. Dame is that guy who sets you up. Dame is an amazing passer. I just, I just think, you know, Damian Lillard needs to be the number one ball handler. And you got Vucevic that he could set up. You got Zach that he could set up. Um, Patrick Williams will just be wide open because, you know, one of those guys are going to get doubled. Um, Thaddeus Young does his thing defensively and offensively. Um, there's no doubt about that. I think it's going to be amazing, bro. I think it's going to be awesome. Now, why do we even need to do this, you're asking? And it makes perfect sense to why you're asking it. You know, you keep Kobe White. He's so young. He's still on his rookie deal. You keep Laurie Marketing because he's going to be cheaper. Um, possibly go after someone like Lonzo Ball. Possibly go after Derrick Rose. Possibly go after DeMar DeRozan. And, and just let Kobe White be that number one point guard option. And, and it, that totally makes sense. You know, having an offense of Kobe White, Zach Levine, Patrick Williams, um, DeMar DeRozan, and, and Nikola Vucevic, or, you know, Lonzo Ball instead of Rosen. Um, or Derrick Rose. It completely makes sense, and I get what you're saying. But you got to think about Billy Donovan. A 0.1% chance at making the playoffs in in, in 2019, I believe it was, or 2020. I forget exactly what it was. Um, I believe it was 2020. And he he brought in Chris Paul. They brought in Chris Paul. 
Chris Paul did amazing. Chris Paul is what facilitated that offense. Billy Donovan needs that. He's had the Russell Westbrooks. He's had this Chris Pauls. I mean, he needs that number one point guard to be able to run this offense, to be able to have a successful offense. And that's exactly what he has the opposite of right now. He has a great scorer in Kobe White. Don't get me wrong. It's not consistent, but he's a great scorer. When he's hot, when he's in his bag, he's a great scorer. But he's not, a, he's not a, a true point guard yet. Not yet. I mean, I'm not saying he can't be. He definitely could prove me wrong. I'm not even saying he can't be. You know what I mean? I'm not even going to say he's going to prove me wrong. He could just prove the doubters wrong. You know, he definitely could develop that part of his game. But as of right now in winning culture and winning basketball, you see Trey Young destroying the 76ers, destroying the New York Knicks. Um, I mean, the, the Hawks are coming up. And the Miami Heat are there, um, whether you want to say, you know, they got swept or not. The Milwaukee Bucks are there. The 76ers are there. The, the, the Heat, uh, the Nets, the Knicks. I mean, they're there. The East is there. And, and we need to make a fight for it because if, we, if not, we're going to miss out on it because the West is becoming wide open. Don't get me wrong. Um, the West has some great players, but the East is becoming super deep. So I, don't, I want to take full advantage of it right now because I truly do believe you know, I mean, say something happens to James Harden again. He's already out for game two with that hamstring injury. You know, something happens to KD and that Nets team is literally just Kyrie Irving and, and, and Joe Harris because Blake Griffin isn't going to do shit for you. Um, and that, that DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Jordan ain't doing shit for you. And, and that's just a fact. You know, 76 with Joel Embiid out, you really, Ben Simmons isn't shit. He really isn't. He, ne- I, he never will be, in my opinion, until he starts taking those three-point shots and, and developing his game further. I mean, I'm tired of this. He's, old, he's too old to be doing this. Um, a two-time rookie. I mean, he's not even... You know what I'm trying to say? Um, yeah, I mean, I think the Bulls are wide open. You need that number one point guard to be able to facilitate that offense. Zach Levine would enjoy this. Zach Levine would love to have, you know, more opportunities of just not being double-teamed. Vucevic would feast... Off of Zach Levine just coming in the post and just doing what he does. And Damian Lillard just throwing up lobs to him. It would just be amazing. There's no doubt about that. Um, now, in all reality, do I think this is going to happen? I think it's a stretch. Obviously, there's teams like the Lakers out there. Um, you know, and so many other teams. The Heat, uh, the Celtics. I mean, the list goes on. The Knicks. The list goes on and on of teams that could trade for Damian Lillard. There's also the opportunity that Portland makes up for it. You know, Damian's a very loyal individual. He does not love super teams. He's not a fan of super teams. But that's why I think Chicago makes the most sense. Because New York has had the most noise. So I doubt he wants to go to New York and team up with Julius Randle, who literally just choked in the playoffs. If he doesn't fuck with C.J. McCollum, he's not going to fuck with Julius Randle. Um, There's no doubt about that. Um, And Tom Thibodeau, who's just going to overwork him. It's just not going to be great. Um, I love Tommy Boy. Don't get me wrong. He's Tibbs. Tibbs is amazing. He's one of the greatest defending NBA coaches in NBA history. Um, defensively, and, and it's one of those guys that I just love, but he's still, to this day, is overworking these offensive players, um, you know, 40-plus minutes a game in the regular season towards the end of the stretch. It just, just doesn't make any sense to me, um, but, you know, to each their own. Uh, you know, the Lakers, I doubt he wants to join Braun. I doubt he wants to join AD just for the simple fact that that's just not Dame. Um, he gives me that Derrick Rose type of mentality where he doesn't want to join the Miami Heat, you know what I mean? He wants to build something of his own. So to join the Bulls, who are not even being spoken about publicly right now, to have somewhat of a, a, a secret weapon of a, of, a, of a dynamic duo in Vucevic and Zach Levine already, you know, Patrick Williams, Kobe White, et cetera, et cetera, 
I think it, I think it just makes sense. You have a three-headed monster right there. That's three all-stars. Um, Patrick Williams, you know, Thaddeus Young, who knows what he's doing. You don't know what you have in Patrick Williams. They call him the paw, the baby claw, baby Kawhi Leonard, baby Jimmy Butler. Um, defensively, I mean, I'm just really excited for it. I think it could make a lot of sense. And I really do think if this were to happen, Chicago would be put back on the map. Now, yes, their bench would not be great. But with Billy Donovan, I think he could make even the worst bench somewhat tolerable, somewhere in the middle of the pack to top 15, top 25, um, which isn't bad. I mean, look at the Nets. Look at the Nets. They don't have a bench. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. And I understand in the playoffs it will. And I know it's different because you have the three-star superhead monster. It's 10 times bigger than ours would be um, with KD, Kyrie, and Harden, you know, totaling up to like 102 points or something crazy like that the other night um combined and and it's and that's insane but i am just saying that i think we can do enough to the point where this could work and i'm not saying it will i'm not saying that it's a 110 percent chance that dame is coming to chicago i am just saying if it is to happen chicago will be back on the map for a very long time now if we were to get someone else like jimmy butler alonzo ball derrick rose maybe derrick and jimmy come back i mean that would be fucking nuts um but we'll see about all that until then, thank you guys for listening. The new NBA first after the first round will be coming out um, tomorrow because the Lakers or the Clippers did just eliminate the Mavericks. We're gonna see about that. Luka Magic, baby, I'm sorry. Get that man some help. That's my boy. Um, everything about the first round of the NBA playoffs is going to be coming up tomorrow morning, most likely around noon. So with that being said, thank you guys for listening. This is Mike Hughes from Mike on the Mic. Peace out.